everyone. Welcome again to Centered, a podcast dedicated to exploring spiritual practices for everyday people. Uh, we're so glad you're here again, and we hope, as always, that this is a place where you can find in your life a little less of the rush and the stress and the craziness that infects this world we live in, and you can find a little more peace and centeredness. Uh, joined here again with two guests, Roy Graham. Roy, great to be with you as always. Yeah, thanks, Carl. It's great to be back. And Eric Beagle. Yeah, and happy to be here. I, uh, I'm both uh, an employee of the church. I'm the middle school pastor, but I also am a first-year Denver Seminary student. Woo! Yeah. So fun to be in <laughs> seminary. Yeah. Uh, and my name is Carl Helvig. Uh, great to be with you as always. Yeah, so this ex this episode, we're going to, um, to have a prayer practice, a, a place to sort of put into practice some of the stuff we talked about, particularly the last episode where we interviewed Eric and really enjoyed hearing, Eric, your your progression of growth from sort of that, this is my duty obligation uh, to it's becoming more personal. And one of the things you said that I'd like to highlight as we go into this prayer practice is you said that um, you were kind of uncomfortable or it made you uncomfortable to go from the free flowing prayers of your youth, very personal mm. into, okay, here's some prayers that are written out. And that's what you're gonna lead us into is a, is, a, is a prayer that someone has already written out for us. And I just wanna encourage our listeners as you enter into this prayer exercise to be aware that sometimes, most times, those discomfort places is where we tend to grow most. Mm. And so to yeah. if this is an uncomfortable kind of thing, to participate in someone else's prayer, just to kind of lean into it and give yourself some grace and patience and roll with the discomfort. I think God will show up in, in pretty cool ways. He usually does. That's a, I, I think that's an endlessly helpful um, just challenge, thought, invitation for all of us to take is when we have discomfort, don't lean away. That's a good place to lean in. So here's uh, how we're going to structure these next few minutes together. And first, I would just invite you to um, pause and consider whether or not um, you're able to get yourself now into a space where you're ready uh, for prayer. And what we're going to do is Eric's going to read this prayer through a couple times. And each time he'll you know, take some pauses here and there just so that the words that we're listening to... Um, you know, we'll have space to really hear them and let them settle on us. Um, and then after each of the times that Eric reads through, Roy and I are just going to kind of interact a little bit about what we heard, what stood out to us in the prayer, and ultimately how we can interact with God by listening to and engaging in this prayer that um, someone else wrote a while ago. Uh, this prayer comes from a book called Valley of Vision. It's a gathering of uh, Puritan prayers. And so uh, if you want to look that up, uh, you can probably find it anywhere on the internet. Um, uh, the way we'll do it is after the first reading, our invitation is, as you listen to the reading, the first the, this prayer the first time through, um, just be aware of if there's a particular word or phrase or even a particular theme or concept that just jumps out to you. Don't, don't try to interpret why that jumped out to you. Don't worry about uh, uh, what's behind it. Just is there something that kind of grabs your attention, your mind's attention, your heart's attention for any reason? And Roy and I are going to do that and kind of share what grabs us after the first time through. And then after the second time through, keeping in mind whatever it was that kind of struck you with the first reading, um, 
After the second time, we'll create a, some space to just interact with God about that. After the second time is when we say, so why? What does that mean? What is that saying? God, what, what, what might I say to you? What questions might I ask? And God, what might you be saying to me? Um, and so we hope that engaging in this is yet another way to open up our understanding of what it means to have a life in which we interact in all sorts of ways um, with our God. So before Eric reads, I just encourage you right now, um, go ahead and, and let yourself get comfortable. We know some of you might be driving, uh, out walking, maybe sitting in um, a favorite chair or a comfortable space in your home, but just take a minute and let yourself get comfortable. I often find it helpful to just notice my own body. We are physical and spiritual, uh, thinking and feeling beings, and it can be helpful to just notice the feeling of your body seated or standing. Are you carrying any tensions or anxieties or weights? you might just take note of and try and momentarily set those down. The scriptural word for spirit is the same word as breath. So many people find it helpful to just take a few deep breaths to be reminded that God's spirit just as close as our very breath. Go ahead and take a few deep breaths now. Blessed God, happy in thyself, source of happiness in thy creatures, my maker, my benefactor, my proprietor, my upholder. Thou hast produced and sustained me, supported and indulged me, saved me and kept me. Thou art in every situation able to meet me in my needs and my miseries. May I live by thee, may I live for thee, May I never be satisfied with my Christian progress. But as I resemble Christ and make conformity to his principles, temper, and conduct grow hourly in my life, let thy unexampled love constrain me into holy obedience and render my duty my delight. If others deem my faith folly, my meekness infirmity, my zeal madness, my hope delusion, my actions hypocrisy, Lord, may I rejoice to suffer for thy name.
keep me walking steadfastly towards the country of everlasting delights, that paradise land which is my true inheritance. Support me by the strength of heaven that I may never turn back or desire false pleasures that wilt and disappear into nothing. As I pursue my heavenly journey by thy grace, let me be known as a man with no aim, but that of a burning desire for thee and for the good and the salvation of my fellow men. single word that really jumped out at me I think it was the beginning of that second stanza and it was just the word hourly I think even as we discuss the way that prayer can show up at all different times and places in different ways that that word hourly was uh, it was it was a kind of invitation I was really struck by, I think it's the second phrase, that thou art happiness in thyself, I think is how it went. And um, yeah, it just strikes me that God seems to be complete in himself. And and yet then it goes to the next one, and thou art uh, the source of happiness for your creatures, for me, and how those two interplay. And then even throughout the rest of the, of the reading is um, something I'll interact with God about. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so much of our prayer, the way we understand who God is directly impacts the way we understand how God is with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think in terms of interaction, as we listen to it again, um, I always find it helpful when something like this stands out to me, just to ask God why is this standing out to me? Is there anything you want me to know about this particular thing that's now highlighted in me? And so that's how I'll approach the second reading, was just ask him. <laughs> Take a minute and just consider what stood out to you. As Roy and I just shared, is there a word or a phrase, a theme or an idea that has captured your heart. And as we hear this prayer read a second time, consider how you might interact with God through this prayer. the blessed God, happy in thyself and the source of happiness in thy creatures. Thou art my maker, my benefactor, my proprietor, and my upholder. Thou hast produced and sustained me, supported and indulged me, saved and kept me. 
Thou art in every situation able to meet my needs and meet me in my miseries. May I live by thee, may I live for thee, may I never be satisfied with my Christian progress. As I resemble Christ and conform to his principles, temper, and conduct, grow hourly in my life. Let thy love constrain me into holy obedience and render my duty my delight. If others deem my faith to be folly, my meekness to be infirmity, my zeal to be madness, my hope but delusion, or my actions hypocrisy, May I rejoice to suffer for thy name. Keep me walking steadfastly towards the country of everlasting delights that paradise land which is my true inheritance. Support me by the strength of heaven that I may never turn back or desire false pleasures that wilt and disappear into nothing as I pursue my heavenly journey by thy grace. Let me be known as a man with no aim but that of a burning desire for thee and the good and the salvation of my fellow men. Amen. reading sort of expanded into a theme in the first stanza it said God works in every situation and then the second was this prayer that hourly I might be growing and then in the third stanza it was an invitation that God would keep me walking and walking is an interesting activity where no one step gets you very far but Humans sure are able to walk and cover great, great distances. Um, just interacting with God personally, I, I, I have this sense of God. Where am I? Where am I? Um, where am I discounting your work? Where am I? What are the times of day? And and I'll be honest, there's a number that kind of came right to mind. What are the times of day? What are the parts of my life where I? I don't know if I would say, God, you, you couldn't work there, but I certainly am not aware of or thinking about. I, I don't look for God's work in pretty big chunks of my life. Okay, here at this point, and you know, when I'm sitting in this chair, when I'm doing this activity, God might be working there, but all these other things. Um, so I think, I think my prayer is, God, help me, to, help me to take seriously the parts of my life that I've um, set aside as though you might not be there or you might not be working. It's, it's, a, it's an idea that um, creeps back so 
so quickly and easily mm-hmm. into life that mm-hmm. we just take parts of our days and we set them aside. I know God's always, he's, he's everywhere and he's always at work, but probably not here, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or even if he is, what does it look like for him to, mm. to be present in those so-called mundane moments? The thing I was asking the Lord about, just what, is, what do you want me to be aware of in terms of you are happy in thyself, yourself. And the image I get is just this overflowing cup of that God is ultimately fully, completely complete and happy. He doesn't need anything else. And yet he pours himself out and lets that happiness pervade my life. And so the second line of um, he's the source of happiness for his creatures, uh, which allows for for walking and for going into that at that land, as the third stanza says. And in fact, I hear echoes here of the Puritans' uh, Pilgrim's Progress. Um, you can see that in here. And just the joy of being able to realize that you said, Carl, who we think God is really impacts what we do and how we sort of live our everyday lives. And to see God as I think he's showing me in this exercise to be wholly happy in himself. He doesn't need anything else, but he chooses to give that happiness to us and let that influence us. And I find that to be deeply encouraging. (laughs) Hmm. As we wrap up, take a moment and just, as we've acknowledged, and, and I hope that for each of us, in both our minds and our hearts, we let it sink a little deeper um, that God is present at work, doing good things for your good every moment. Um, Take a second and just acknowledge what is the interaction you just had with God? For me, it's an interaction of greater hope. Maybe take two or three more deep breaths, and as you do, see if you can't let the gift of this interaction just settle uh, down into your soul. And as you go, may the knowledge of the God who is with you uh, stay with you and give you a centeredness throughout the rest of your day. Grace and peace.